0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Welcome. We are nearing Turkey Week. How about that? Actually, it is Turkey Week Turkey Days in a few days. So, uh, hopefully, if you are traveling, you're safe. You're missing traffic. You're 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 not missing flights. All that fun stuff. If you're staying at home, hey, that's rad too. Why wouldn't you at this point? Uh, you know with All this going on. Uh, We will talk about uh, the DVCHC had their East Showcase uh, this weekend, the East Coast Showcase. Uh, We'll talk about Team Maryland. They had a big weekend for themselves as well. Stevenson's both men's and women's team, were out. Uh, We had some uh, club action with Navy. With Towson, with Maryland, with S- not Stevenson, we'll get to those things in a second. Uh, but with no Black Bears, we have someone to start off, somewhere new to start off with, and we'll go with the DVCHC and the ACHA. Uh, the women's showcase happening in Aston, Pennsylvania, this past weekend, and ahead of all of that, we had ourselves uh, the first rankings of the uh, the women's Division Two situations, and uh, we got ourselves a-, a nice little mix here. ...for the uh, Southeast region, which is continuous of where all the Maryland teams are playing in all this. And uh, Maryland has... The Maryland, the state of Maryland has two teams in the top five, with uh, Navy being third and Loyola being fourth. Uh, further down the list, Towson at 12, University of Maryland at 13, ahead of Montclair, Westchester, Brockport, and RIT, who has not played a game yet. But uh, pretty cool to see. Five invitations in the Southeast region. Uh, you got to figure a couple of uh, tournament winners will get those automatic bids, and then there's going to be at-large bids as well. So we'll have to see what the next rankings come out as. So uh, And then they'll get an invitation to uh, the Nationals in St. Louis this year, 16 W-2 teams. Uh, and right now it looks like Lake Superior State is just running away with things undefeated uh, in their area. So we will have to see. They're the Central Division. We will see where that uh, pawns out. For there. But that leads us into the showcase, the D V C H C showcase in Aston, where all the teams show up, hang out, play some games, and go from there. The disappointing thing in all of this, uh, for me has been uh just the lack of updating on the ACHA website and the D V C H C website when it comes to festivities like this, to showcase like this. There's a lot of missing score sheets, there's a lot of non-scores, non- updates and really had to fish through a lot of things uh but we uh, perceive onward and here we are as uh, we'll start off with Towson who uh got things started they were the first game on Friday for this showcase as they took on Montclair State uh and they had themselves uh, quite the game they they get a big victory six to two the final in this one uh they get it off uh, a little bit uh and Towson gets out the gate uh you know kind of in a chess match process, seeing what Montclair State has to offer, uh, and uh, but Towson gets on the board first. Kenna Craven on the even strength goal just past halfway point of the first period. Anna Keo and uh, Marissa Rutherford. With the uh, assist on that one, towards the end of the frame, Cameron Marino of Montclair State ties it up, but with only 1-6 remaining, Anna Kehoe with an even-strength goal, putting it 2-1 for Towson. Emily Sellers and uh, Rutherford with the assist on that one, 2-1 going into the break. Emily Sellers gets a goal of her own, shorthanded this time at the twelve forty-two mark of the second period. Kehoe with another assist, another point on the game, 3-1 Towson. And then with uh, 53 seconds remaining, Lily Warsaw on the even-strength, 4-1 Towson as they keep things rolling. The momentum in the third didn't really stay much. Emily Struble of Montclair State gets a goal just before the halfway mark, but just after the halfway mark, Anna Kehoe gets her second goal of the game from Emily Sellers, 5-2, to two, and then Sellers gets her second goal of the game, uh, even strength, uh, just mere minute 10 after that. Kehoe with the assist, Rutherford with the assist. That is all she wrote in this one. Catherine Malley, 29 saves in the victory. Three assists for Rutherford. Two goals, three assists for Keogh, Two goals, two assists for Sellers as well. So a good start to their uh, to their game f- uh, for sure. And then they took on the uh, the team that is Liberty and they are a bit of a power when it comes to club hockey. Just o- overall stages and uh, Towson felt the brunt of that. 10-1 to the final for Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. Uh, they got things going quick. 107 and Liberty pots their first goal. Madison Gaddy even strength. And then uh, less than a minute after that, Kiana Ziegler for Liberty gets a goal, makes it two nothing. Just at the halfway point, Madison Natter gets Liberty up three nothing. For Towson, answered back under five to go. Uh, Lane Sky even strength from Keo makes it three to one. But that was all the scoring for Towson on that one. Uh, the f- end of the first period, Delaney Adams for Liberty makes it four one. Then Sarah Laporte with one twenty five or two twenty five remaining. Makes it five to one going in the second frame. Ziegler, her second goal of the night, 2-12 into the second. Uh, then Gaddy, her second goal of the night, seven one at that point, eleven twenty five. Camille Spernagel with uh, the eight one goal, and then Morgan Whitehorn goes back to back within fourteen or fifteen seconds rather, uh, makes it nine and ten to one. No scoring in the third, and that's all she wrote in this run. O'Malley, sixty four saves in this one. That was, that was 74 shots against that's not uh, that's a, that's, whew, that's something else uh, so O'Malley getting peppered in this one Towson uh, drops this one and then they had to face another powerhouse U Delaware who's the number one team in the southeast division uh, they get peppered 8-0 the final in this one for uh, Delaware Sam Schultz 20 seconds in for Delaware her 7th of the year then uh, Jessica uh, Pantanello yeah we'll go with that one 5th of the year uh, and then Julia Nemi with her fourth of the season, making it 3 nothing after one. Uh, Pantanello with her uh, second goal of the game midway through the second. And then with a minute 28 remaining in the second, Schultz with her second of the game as well. Uh, Morgan thrusts two ten 10 into the third, gets her third of the season. Schultz finished the uh, the hat trick off with her ninth of the year, 11:44, And then with one second uh, left, Nemi with her second goal of the game. That's all she wrote. Eight to Cobb on this one. No real shot counter on this one, unfortunately for O'Malley. But you got to figure uh, she was peppered quite a lot. So Towson goes two or uh, uh, one and two in the showcase on this one. They will uh, they will have a bit of a break. Uh, they'll have Thanksgiving off and they'll play Rowan on December fourth. Uh, so they will have uh, they'll be at Rowan in this one. So we'll have to see how they travel uh, as they get ready for the semester break coming up. Moving on to Loyola, who played their hundredth uh, game uh, in their franchise history on Friday. Unfortunately, they uh, they dropped this one uh, as uh, they took on Liberty, 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 uh, three to one. The final in this one from IceWorks as we uh, look it around uh, as. Uh Liberty gets on the board first. Delaney Adams 6:07 into the first period makes it one nothing there. But uh, scratching and clawing, uh, Loyola will not go uh, quiet into the good night. Emma Alexander with a goal in the second period, the lone goal in the second period to tie it up uh, just about midway through the frame. Anna so- Sosik and uh, Abigail Carlson on the assist on that one. Then quick in the third period, Liberty gets one back. M- uh, Madison Natter. Makes it 2-1, 138 in, and then even strength Sarah Laporte with forty three seconds pots home the three one insurance goal. That's all she wrote three to one, the final in this one. Grace Lunder fifty two saves in the uh, in the defeat. Unfortunately, uh, a little bit ruined in their one hundredth game of uh, the uh, school's franchise history. I think that's how it writes. That's. Wright's really weird, Uh, doesn't it, it when you say it out loud like that. Uh, Moving on to Saturday night, not much to talk about in this one as they uh, took on the Mercyhurst University Lakers, and Mercyhurst shuts them out in this one. Hayden Town gets on the board first, 545 in for Mercyhurst, her fourth of the year. Then Riley Schumacher, her tenth of the year, shorthanded. Uh, and the shorthanded goals were just killer for Loyola in this one. Uh, midway through the second, Allison Arrotton uh, with her shorthanded goal, her seventh of the year, midway through the frame. And then Ella Angus, 344 into the third, her fourth of the year for Mercyhurst. And then Arrotton uh, again, power play goal with uh, 16 seconds remaining, 5 nothing. The final, Grace Lunder, 34 saves in the losing effort on this one. But, uh, you know, it, it, you play against all these teams you rarely see. You're going to have different looks. Loyola didn't do themselves any favors with the two shorthanded goals given up and 0 for 10 on the power play. Um, of course, a lot of those power plays kind of negate it uh, as well from other penalties. But still, uh, you get that many opportunities, including it looks like a couple of 5-on-3s. And, uh, you know, it's one of those deals that... You, if you can't cash in on those, it's kind of rough to win, especially against a team who's who's seemingly just all over you and all all, all facets of the game. Tip your hat to Mercyhurst, but you, you take it and you, you learn from it and you move on from there. And they would move on again on Sunday, taking on Montclair State. And unfortunately, one of those situations where uh, neither the uh, ACHA website nor the DVCHC website has these scores for these games. So, can't really say much about that one. So as it stands right now, 0-2 for Loyola. Uh, they'll be back in action on the fourth as well. They'll be going up to Delaware, the Fred Rust Arena, taking on the Blue Hens as well. Um, so we will see what they they do, how they bounce back from this one. And uh, there's a resilient team. They'll take a week off, make it happen, and then go onward and upward from there. Maryland was also in this one, but Maryland very muted in this one. The Terps uh, only had one game against Montclair State, uh, so it, it's it wasn't as if uh, they had too much of a uh, too much of a thing going on. And uh, hey, another one of those deals where no score. Unfortunately, no score on either the ACHA website or the DVCHC website. You know, it does it does a disservice. I would say um, to the women who play in this that it's not updated regularly or updated accurately. I don't know how this gets fixed or how this works. I'm sure it's a club manager thing. It's, it's one of those things where the home team has to do this, this, and this. But for your showcase, you would think you would want some kind of, um, you know, I guess... I would uh, update it stats, like something that has some kind of, you know, salience to it. But um, you know, it is what it is, right? I mean, you have to you have to move onward and upward from there. So um, Maryland, they will be in action again, December fourth. They go they host Westchester, uh, the best Chester, and that will be their last game before semester break as well. Now we move on to the Naval Academy. As Navy only had two games in this one, uh, they took on uh, Mercyhurst and they took on they took on Villanova on Saturday. We'll go to the Saturday game first. Uh, six Cobb the final in this one. Navy getting a, another needed big big win for them uh, in the standings. And we'll start off with uh, you know a little back and forth going pretty even matchup offensively to get the get the legs going in this one. But Elizabeth Perry breaks the uh, scoreless. Uh, the scoreless draw with uh, under three minutes remaining, her 10th of the year for Michaela Stangle. her 11th assist on the year. Second period, uh, Perry again, second of the game, uh, Christina Cornello with her 12th assist of the season. Then five minutes, not five minutes after that, on the power play, Isabel Ross, her fifth of the season, Quinn Ramos and uh, Lauren Power on the assist, and then Isabel Ross again on the power play, seven minutes after that, unassisted, uh, and that made it four uh, nothing. And then right before the bell, 45 seconds remaining, Brooke Gotier, her 11th of the year from Kirsta Wheelock and Elizabeth Perry, to put Navy up five to nothing going into it. And then Christina Cornello, uh, her 19th of the season, puts her 31 points on the year on the power play. Stangle on the assist, her 12th of the year, and Navy would take this one. Six to nothing. Julia Chenoweth, 23 for 23. Her seventh shutout of the season. Pretty remarkable numbers uh, for Chenoweth on this one. Uh, then Mar- the Navy would take on Mercyhurst on Sunday morning. Uh, no scoring on who it was, but we do have a final. Navy takes this one, 6-1 to one over Mercyhurst. Uh, and uh, 25-17, the shots on this one. No word on who scored. I only got the update from Mercyhurst. Uh, Twitter and that was being uh, being retweeted by the ACHA D2 uh, account. So Navy goes two and zero in their one. They have a long layoff. They don't play again until they go to West Virginia January twenty first, and that'll be a back to back game before they come back home uh, for the matchup against Loyola. I believe is in f- the next weekend, the twenty eighth. So that should be a huge one. Uh, in that one so a big big layoff for navy hopefully they won't get too much rust on them and uh, they will be able to be uh, the same weld oil machine that they have been this entire season so there you go dvchc showcase and hopefully uh, we get these teams rolling again towson uh, started strong you know, did pretty okay Loyola had a little bit of hiccup there. Maryland, don't know what happened to them, but Navy kept rolling as well. So we will see what happens next for these uh, women, and then we will keep track of them, uh, not next week, but the week after. Let's head to Team Maryland in this one. And Team Maryland, they went up to Connecticut. They took on the Rough Riders, and uh, a tough a tough road for them this weekend uh, as they uh, – they were down on Wednesday afternoon, three to two. A tough one in this one. Maryland gets on the board first. Evan Donnelly keeps on going. He is uh, he is pretty pretty good, I would say. His, Matt Parker and Owen Schmidt with the assist, one nothing, uh, and that's how it ended the first. Maryland really taking it to him offensively the first two periods, just out shooting him, getting some uh, decent chances in this one, uh, and you know. Connecticut clawed back with nine minutes remaining in the second. Walter Brown, the fifth. uh, He gets an even strength goal, ties it up. Then with a 440 left in the frame, Bobby Geyer gets uh, Team Maryland back in the lead. Nick Graziano, J.J. Creighton on the assist. Is that how the second period ended? But the Rough Riders came out blazing in this one. They started uh, uh, fighting back a little bit more even offensively in this one. And then right before the midway point at uh, 1030 remaining in the regulation, Kieran Chung. Uh, ties the game up on this one, and then a heartbreak with 2.31 remaining. Lucas barks a, uh, Lucas Baxey with uh, the goal for Connecticut 3-2, to and that's how it would be the end of this one. John Werber, 29 saves in the defeat. A tough one for Team Maryland uh, to go down like that, but hey, you got to get back on the horse, and they did on Thursday, and unfortunately, um, not to be. As seven to five, the final—a a wild third period. Uh, when you look at the the stat line, things were a little bit more calm in the first. A little bit, you know, not as many offensive chances for Team Maryland. They got more shots, but uh, the chances, you know, not necessarily there. Uh, Six twenty into the frame, though, Connecticut uh, gets on the board first. Dominic Savetto uh, makes it one nothing, and then just before the frame ends, uh, under one thirty remaining, Dallas DeMato. Power play goal, two to nothing going into the break. Team Maryland gets two back quick. Four nineteen. Ben Watson even strength from Alex Newton and Bobby Graham. And then uh just just before the five minute mark, five oh two remaining, uh, Jacob Kaczynski even strength ties the game. Alex Newton on the assist, but uh man oh man, Connecticut just kept on coming back. Uh back say again with uh with a goal three to three to two, how it ended in the second period. Uh, And then a very wild third. Mike, seven goals total in the third period. Uh, Dominic Saveto gets his second of the game, 5-16 in. uh, And then we just had a wild, wild ride. Baxi gets his second of the game on the power play again. Uh, That's uh, two power play goals for Connecticut in this one. 30 seconds later, Aiden Zembrowski even strength, gets Maryland within two. John Rempe and Brian Teske on the assist, then Connecticut uh, a minute 30 later after that, Baxi finishes off his hat trick uh, 6-3. Cole Riney with an even strength goal. Bobby Geyer makes it, uh, gets the assist on that one, 6-4. to With 2.30 uh, left, Baxi is fourth goal of the game on the empty net, 7-4. And John Rempe with one thirty remaining uh, gets Maryland within two. Uh, Kaczynski and Orani with the assist, but it was not to be in this one. Uh, Team Maryland falls. 7-5, Gideon Sullivan, 27 saves in this one. So uh, that's where we're at with Team Maryland. Two tough, uh, tough, tough losses in uh, in this game here. But, uh, again, you move onward, you move upward, and away you go. And uh, we will see what this team does. They have an off weekend uh, as they will t- take the, uh, the holiday break. They won't be back until uh, the week after, rejuvenated, ready to go, uh, working for things. Uh, so that is uh, definitely something that we will have to see going forward. Where, where do they play, you ask? Well, they'll be back home Thursday and Friday, the 2nd and 3rd. Uh, noontime starts for that one, and then uh, a wild week on that one, actually. So they'll actually have three games uh, coming up in uh, after this off week here. So uh, should be a lot of action uh, two weeks from now. But get the rest, get the holiday, and then Team Maryland will be back at them. Once a gain. Uh, we'll go to Stevenson, go to the college game on this one. We'll start off with the men's uh, side of things as uh, they were home against uh, Manhattansville and Newman. And a flip-flop of the script each night. Manhattansville takes uh, Friday afternoon's matinee, 5-3 in this one. They get out to a, 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 early, a quick start on the power play. Raymond Spearbrecher, uh, 305 in, gets Manhattanville on the board first. But 28 seconds after that, Mac Lowry gets uh, Stevenson, even Evan Beers, Ryan Patrick on the assist on this one. But uh, Manhattanville just started to go go hog wild in this one. Uh, Troy cross uh, cross on with the uh, the goal there, and he made it a uh, a three or two to one game going into the break. Stevenson got out of the gate quick with uh, Brendan Rylott. Getting a goal even and up 635 into the frame. Graham McElroy with the assist on that. But Manhattansville power play just going to town again. Artemachenko uh, gets a power play goal in this one. Manhattanville up again. But Stevenson gets on the board late in the frame. Alex Reve with a goal. Brendan Rylott and uh, McElroy with the assist even into the third. And it was a back and forth before uh, Jared Lavallee. Manhattanville breaks it with uh 701 remaining in the frame and then Josh Fletcher ends it in the empty net Manhattanville takes this one five to three uh Marco Sturma gets his first start of the uh the season 15 saves in this one as uh as yeah the uh, green Horses go uh, down on this one but they had a quick turnaround they faced Newman on Saturday and uh, they get themselves a big victory five to three. In their one. It took a little bit in the first period. A lot of chances going the other way. But Kyle Lightfoot gets the uh, Mustangs on the board first. Uh, he gets one from Alex Reve and Justin Vickers. And then a minute six after that, Austin Masters off a nice little pass from Anthony Starzy. Uh, gets his uh, gets himself a goal. Liam McCanny on the secondary assist on that one. The Green Horses kept on rolling. Anthony Starzy getting a goal of his own. 341 in the second period from Deneen and Master. And then Rylott once again. Another goal. Uh, a big weekend for him overall. Luke Benitez on the assist just before halfway. Uh Newman would get one back later in the frame. Hunter Littman uh, gets uh gets the gets the first goal for Newman. Four to one going in the break. And then Newman gets two goals, both on the power play. Uh five minutes apart. First Nick uh Nick Martino gets the goal six forty-three in, and then Barry Needler with the goal eleven fifty-three. But Ryan Patrick sealed the deal. With 32 seconds remaining into the empty net. And that is all she wrote on this one. Ryan Kenny in net 21 saves uh, for the win. And the green horses split their weekend this weekend. They'll take on Tufts this weekend at home at the Recplex. If you got a chance, if you got some time, go ahead down there Friday, Saturday. Check out the green horses at the Town Sportplex. Uh, Mask required. Obviously, you want to make sure that you stay healthy, stay healthy. especially with the holiday season, everyone getting together, all that fun stuff. Um, so we get a balanced attack for a win, and away we go for this one. Uh, the women, they had two games as well this weekend. Uh, they went ahead, and they they were taking on a pretty good Utica team uh, this weekend, and that showed Utica, one of the top teams in the UCHC, one of the top teams in the nation uh, of domination of D3 hockey. And Utica got off to uh, a very good start. A shorthanded goal from Erica Sloan, 11:57, in. and uh, gets Utica on the board first. And then before the frame ends, uh, a little bit of 2:40 action left in the frame. Carly Stefanini gets the goal, and that puts Utica up 2-0 before the break. And Sloan again, a quick one on this one. 39 seconds into the frame, gets Utica uh, a 3-0 lead before Carly Aguirre Put Stevenson on the board 243 into the third. Hannah Labby and Trin Barkless on the assist, fighting back and forth, trying to scratch and claw for every inch. But Stefanini gets her second of the game with 139 left in the second period, four to one after two. And then the third, Utica just three quick goals within three oh eight uh of this uh Sloane finishing her hat trick. 253 in and then 337 in. Uh, Carolyn Whitney gets a goal for Utica. And then Georgiana uh, Santulo, 543 into the frame. Uh, and that is pretty much all she wrote. 7 to 1 at that point. Hannah Labby gets one back uh, with under three minutes remaining. Aguire and Callie Joe Zaliga on the assist. But then on the power play, uh, Santulo with another goal with uh, merely 24 seconds remaining, and that's all she wrote on this one. Ansley King uh, saddled with the loss, nine saves in this one. Uh, Olivia DeGuire gets some relief appearance in here, seven saves for her, uh, but it was not a good time for Stevenson. Uh, they had to shake it off. They had a quick turnaround for an afternoon game Saturday, and Utica comes out again, and they shut them out, 3 2 nothing. Uh, Santulo gets the first goal about halfway through the first period. Power play goal in this one, uh, one to nothing after one. Erica Sloan again starting off a, a great season for herself. Uh, 425 in, puts uh, Utica up two to nothing and then Serena Fitzery, 1655 uh, or 305 if you're scoring at home, uh, three to nothing and that's how the game would end. Utica sweeps the series. Uh, Deguire, 34 saves in this one. A better game uh, on Saturday, obviously, than uh, than Friday in terms of just the score sheet. But it seemed like a better balanced attack on Saturday, from what I was able to see. It was it was one of those deals that you know you you look at everything going on, and you see the adjustments that they made. A lot better in this one, but again, it's a it's a younger team. It's going to take some time. Uh, and they will uh, they will have some bonding time as the Codfish Bowl uh, tournament happens uh, this weekend. And what is that exactly? Well, it happens in Massachusetts. It's a couple of teams. Uh, UMass Boston is one of them. Uh, Bowdoin uh, College is another one. They'll take on Bowdoin on Saturday, and then Sunday they'll take on. They'll be either in the consolation or championship game, and then we'll go from there. So it should be an exciting challenge for them as we move forward. And, uh, yeah, it's just before winter break as well. So they got uh, four more games before semester break, and uh, we will see what this team can do in these last four games and then try to prepare themselves for second semester and the second half of the season. The Navy men, they were in action this weekend, a home and away trip for them. First, they start off at home on Friday night against William Patterson University. Uh, the Patties, I think they're nicknamed. That's not the Patties. Not at all. Uh, in any case, uh, they started off uh, Navy getting off to a quick – Navy was all over William Patterson this first period. Like, they didn't have a lot of power plays either. They were just going gung-ho, 15-5. to 5, They were getting more chances. They were stuffing William Patterson in the neutral zone. They were making sure that the, they made all their chances count, and it paid off uh, with 7-18 uh, uh, remaining. John Mullen, his fourth of the year. Nick Allen with the, uh, with the third assist for his season so far and then the second period tides turned a little bit William Patterson woke up a little bit but not before John Mullen 305 and uh gets a power play goal Thomas Christenich with the assist on that one making it 2 nothing Navy then uh, Adam Marvin gets one back for William Patterson his 13th of the year but Evan Adams another power play goal for Navy making teams pay his sixth of the year for Michael Rockovich nice little rocket from the uh on the top of the circles there. Good shot from him. Uh, 140 in. Patterson uh, William Patterson gets one back. Marvin, uh, his second of the game, 14th of the year. Makes it a 3-2 to two game, but John Mullen finishes his hat trick. Uh, sixth of the season. Jack Burke, Nick Allen with the assist. And uh, we got ourselves a 4-2 to two victory in this one. Um, Charles Doherty with a 25-save win as uh, he... Uh, You know, shut the door when called upon. Uh, I mean, you know, William Patterson kind of shifted the tide there after that first Marvin goal, got a little bit more offensive, took a little more chances, and then kind of woke up there. But uh, Navy able to hold them off for the uh, victory on Friday. But they had to go up I-95, head up there. I think it's exit four to Villanova off of 95 once you get into Pennsylvania. And then there you go, took on Villanova. A rowdy crowd is what we hear from Villanova and why wouldn't they? Villanova gets off to a quick start. First on the power play, Nikita Morozov, his first of the season, uh gets the uh the Wildcats up ahead first and then uh, 2 minutes after that, Ty Eastman is fifth of the year putting Villanova up 2 to nothing. But the midshipmen, they keep clawing back on this one. Uh, back and forth, Navy, again, kind of like the first period on Friday, getting a little bit more action, getting a little bit more offensive chances, outshooting Villanova, outchancing Villanova, and it paid off Brendan Reynolds, his fifth of the season, uh, just uh, under five minutes to go with Michael Rokovic, his 12th assist. And then on the power play with eight seconds remaining, Reynolds hammers one home as second of the game, sixth of the season. Rockovich and Evan Adams on the assist as we go into the third period tied. Very big stalemate, very big hits, very big atmosphere in this one, but Navy gets one uh, just before, uh, you know, towards the end of regulation here with only 2.22 remaining. John Mullen, I'm uh, sorry, 3.22 remaining. John Mullen, his seventh of the year, on with the assist, and they're having a good time. They're feeling it. They're ready to go. They're getting things going. And then with 40 seconds remaining, Max William ties the dang game up. And uh, that's where we sit. We got ourselves a shootout in this one. Overtime solved nothing. Doesn't even look like there's any shots in overtime. Looks like they just went straight to a shootout. But Navy, they conquer. Nathan Hyden, the only scorer out of all six shooters on both sides. He wins it. That's it. Sweep of the weekend for Navy. Uh, Doherty, 25 saves again in this one. As uh, Navy gets a big, big sweep for themselves, they will take on uh, George Mason at uh, the uh, the McMullen Arena, December third, and then Villanova travels to McMullen on the fourth. On this one, so uh, good job by the midshipmen here. I thought I saw a game Friday, the D two midshipmen. I could have sworn I saw a game. There's no video evidence. There's no score evidence. Um, I'm hoping I'm not Mandela affecting myself in this, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. I'm pretty sure I saw it unless I was up really long time. Pretty, pretty sure that I saw a game the Naval Academy played this weekend. I could have been crazy. Could have been crazy, but I see nothing on the CHF website. I see nothing on the, the, uh, the brigade sports complex YouTube channel. I might have just made it up in my head. So D2 team, if you did play and I missed you, that's my bad. Let me know, and then I'll, I'll rectify it next week. Uh, D2 will take on University of Delaware on uh, December 4th. They'll have a break and then go on and upward from there. Towson's D1 team, they had a game. It's supposed to have a game against uh, George Mason on Saturday. That game was postponed. That will be rescheduled in January due to sickness reasons. Uh, a lot of the stuff going down, not even COVID, but influenza A. I know up here in North Dakota that's been ravaging the uh the hockey team up here. So it's just one of those things that you're going to have to uh you know, just just over deal with and overcome, I suppose. Uh as as harsh as that sounds. Uh but at least it's not the uh, the vid. Um Tallison did play on uh, Sunday, they went up to Villanova and they took a win. Maryland just going up to Philly and just taking wins left, right, and center. Uh Colin Mercier got two assists. Uh Tyler Mercier got himself uh Colin Mercier got himself a goal. Tyler Mercier got himself a goal. And well, gosh darn it, why why wouldn't why wouldn't Ben Murphy get a goal? Ben Murphy gets a goal too. So that's how it uh, all rounds out on this one, uh, four to two, the final on this one. Don't have a a, a shot sheet for uh, the goaltending tending in this, but uh, Towson getting a big big win um, against uh, against Villanova, getting themselves back into it on the season. Uh, they have they will play Villanova December fifth. They go to Ice World as Villanova takes the tour of I ninety five themselves. This time they have to veer off the Beltway, uh, take a take a detour on six ninety five have themselves a time at Ice World. Yeah. Actually, no, they just go up 95. Towson's in 695. Ice World's right up 95. Just go through the tunnel. What am I talking about? Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Half the time, I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. So if you haven't figured that out by now, welcome to the program. Uh, University of Maryland also had a game on uh, Sunday night. They took on the Rowan University uh, profs, and uh, it, was, it was going okay. Almost kind of like the, the game they had against Rowan the other night, where or the other night, the other week, when uh, you know they they hung with Rowan and then Rowan just kind of opened up a big door and it just kind of just just went went all awry as uh, Maryland drops this one five to two uh, to the uh, to the props. Maryland got down uh, two nothing. Uh, they held them after the first period two nothing after two, and then they get two goals, but Rowan gets three five to two the final here and uh no score card as of yet that i'm seeing right here uh so uh nothing i can't really report scoring in this one i had the game on for a little bit and then i uh and then i didn't i you know just i had home things to do before the work week um uh, but i did watch some of the uh the the great broadcasts that they do and i again props to the maryland hockey network for being able to go out to the games. Uh, This one was a dupe for DuPont, and those sight lines are not great, Uh, and they did the best job that they could in this one. But uh, Terps fall five to two. They will take on uh, Villanova December. uh, uh, They'll take on. Okay, so now I'm confused. It says they take on Towson December 3rd. Neither of those teams have that as on the ACHA schedule. I'm very confused with what's going on. Um, Other than that, I think maybe because it's cross, they don't do it. But in any case, uh, other than that, Maryland will take on Penn State at Penn State December 10th and 11th if they don't play Towson on Friday night. Uh, And uh, if they do, then we'll have the the inner inner town matchup from that one uh, next weekend. Uh, Stevenson's D2 team, they had their game against Millersville canceled uh, due to COVID or sickness issues uh, that Millersville did not want to travel. Um, So... That is, you know, health and safety for a club team and for anybody. Uh, Got to take that into account as well. So don't know if that game will be rescheduled, but uh, Stevenson will go uh, will host Delaware on Friday, December 3rd, and uh, they will take those on and get things going, hopefully keep a, momentum, a little bit of momentum going against Delaware. Uh, in this one, let's get to some players. Uh, in this one, and uh, Sam Annis keeps his uh, hot streak Kind of going a little bit. Gets two assists this weekend against uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton in a win and against Bridgeport in a win. Uh, The Thunderbirds four-game win streak in this one. So uh, Sam Annis continues to get those numbers pumped up, kind of starting to get the flow of it with a new team. Uh, So it should be interesting to see what he can do from there. Hello, Tiger Bjornland. Tiger Bjornland with uh, a little bit of an appearance here as he plays for Westland, Westland University. Uh, Wesleyan University rather D3 gets his first goal of the his collegiate career in this one so shout out to him uh, for that one the Bethesda Maryland defenseman is uh, rip-roaring ready to go for Wesleyan uh, University going forward Julia Blitz is uh w- welcome back to her two goals in her last four games uh, one against Colgate one against Cornell also an assist in that Colgate game uh, she's looking at uh, two goals and an assist on the season so far. So uh, shout out to her in this one. Again, starting to get the things going. Things are happening. You get more used to your surroundings, uh, and you get back into the swing of things. And you're uh, you're looking golden on this one. Matthew Danzinger gets himself a goal on Saturday night with a uh, in the uh, the Danbury Hatricks victory over the Johnstown Tomahawks. Uh, the uh, the Potomac native. Uh, 6'5", 225 defenseman. My goodness gracious. Would I like to see him on the the Bears' blue line? But, you know, that's just personal things. And it's, that that's a big force right there. Uh, So in any case, he uh, gets himself his first goal of the season. Uh, And, uh, yeah, he's uh, 20 games in, doing pretty good for the hat tricks. The hat tricks come to town for Maryland this weekend. So we'll get up close and personal for Dan Zinger on that one. Patrick Giles uh, in a tie on Saturday night gets a goal and an assist against Maine uh, in this one as Boston college uh, has a win and then a tie on the weekend. So I don't know how we equate that. If that's a winning weekend, if it's a push, it's a winning weekend. I mean, I guess you were one Oh and one you're better than most. So Giles getting things rolling in his season. Graham McPhee will check in on him. Uh, the Bethesda, Maryland native. Uh, he had himself two goals this weekend Uh, over the past two games, rather, on uh, last Sunday and then this Thursday uh, for the Bakersfield Condors as he continues his career there. Uh, I got a scouting report from Bryce Montgomery from my buddy uh, Zubes up in uh, the GTA. He says he's a GD man out there. Bryce Montgomery just uh, making an impression for people who don't know about him up in London with the uh, the OHL Knights. Only has one assist on the season, but that's not his game. He's going to be more of a... Uh, he'll, he'll be a puck move defense when he's called upon, but he is a guy who's bringing a lot of body, a lot of defense into this one. So uh, good to see that uh, people are recognizing him. Uh, if they're not uh, they're not familiar, they will get familiar uh, sooner, soon enough. That is for sure. And that'll do it. We've done it. It's another show. It's in the books. Next week's going to be a lean week. Uh, next week is going to be a very lean week. Um, as we only have Steve, both Stevenson men's and women's team and the Black Bears playing uh, this, week, this coming weekend. Uh, everyone else off for Thanksgiving. So, next week, if you have any opinions of what you guys want at Chesapeake HW Pod, let me know what I could provide for you guys in terms of content. I had some ideas up in this old noggin, but if you guys have anything better, let me know. We'll get going, we'll rip roar it, make it happen. Um,. So again, Chesapeake HW Pod, that's on the Facebook and the Twitter. You can get at me on there. Uh at uh at, uh, at the uh at Scotty Waz's personal. The personal one if you care to do that. But that's it, that's all. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week on the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction. Catch us on all the podcatchers, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google, um, iHeart, all the places. All the places you get your podcast. I don't know how you're listening if you're not at a place that you can get the podcast. So um, it's weird. Otherwise, I think. But again, socials: Chester Big uh, H W Pod on uh, Facebook and Twitter, ClutchingCrabHockey.com for stuff that's going on there. And uh, that's do- that does it. We're done. We'll talk to you guys another week. Please be healthy. Please be good. Please be safe uh, when you're visiting family. Be thankful for uh, what you got, and uh, don't be envious of what you don't got. I'm thankful for all of you uh, for for listening. Give me uh, some time in your day. Uh, And I appreciate it uh, more than you guys know. So uh, thank you again. We'll be back next week. A leaner show. Maybe some uh, puppeteering. Who's to say? But uh, be safe. Play that clutch and crab hockey. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace.